Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with celebrities out and about. Mama Mia, here we go again. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And fans shouting rude stuff at people. <laughs> Why not? Before we get into the show, this very exciting show, let's take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Okay, Tea Time is checking in with celebrities out and about. And I love whoever titled this category. We're really checking in with like basically what we missed with the VMAs and the Met Gala, which have happened since we last recorded. So let's start with the VMAs. What did we miss? Top line, Kate. Oh, this is so not top line. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, it's very Tea Time core. Megan Fox was at the VMAs with Machine Gun Kelly. And I'm, this is old news. I'm sure you've all seen it by now. But Conor McGregor was also there. And there was like a scuffle on the red carpet because no one quite can decide why it happened. There were some rumors that it had to do with Megan Fox and something Conor McGregor said. Mm. Then there was like people were like, actually, no, Machine Gun Kelly wanted to take a picture. Somebody wanted to take a picture with someone else. It, people couldn't decide who wanted to take a picture with who. <laughs> someone said no. There was a scuffle. And then I think it kind of has come back to like Machine Gun Kelly was just starting shit for no Classic. reason, which feels feels right. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, he tried to fight Conor McGregor, which is just an insane <laughs> decision. <laughs> uh, and that was my first reaction. But then I was like, what if like who among us, if we were standing on the red carpet with Megan Fox, if she was like, babe, like go pick a fight with Conor McGregor, like to prove your love, like who among us wouldn't be like, I'll try, True. you know, like, True. who wouldn't give it the old college try, like try to sneak up on him. I don't know. But it didn't go anywhere. Right. Like the quote unquote scuffle <laughs> that everyone keeps writing about. I watched it. Was it. Like, I mean, it was very like, hold me back. Hold me back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, it was just like people yelling stuff for the most part. It didn't really go anywhere for I mean, 
thank goodness. I think Conor McGregor's hurt, so he probably, I don't know if he, he probably could have still killed Machine Gun Kelly, sure, but, yeah. um, but anyway, everyone was fine. No one quite knows why it happened, but I just wanted Megan Fox to know that like, there are other people in this world, including myself, who would like try to fight Conor McGregor for yeah. you. Definitely. So like you have options. Was the most interesting thing that happened on the VMAs red carpet. Otherwise the event was kind of so-so in my opinion. Yeah. At least that was a tiny bit exciting. Milia, what do you got? Um, I guess not to continue talking about them as in Megan Fox. And <laughs> See, I wish that uh, Machine Gun Kelly and Conor McGregor would have like taken each other out. Yeah. So we wouldn't have to like, yeah. dealt with them for, Me for the rest of time. <laughs> um, but we had Megan Fox and Kourtney Kardashian. You can tell I, all the sighing in my voice already. There's yeah. um, they I think Machine Gun Kelly and Travis Barker like wrapped up the show with one of their dumb songs and um, <laughs> Megan Fox is like, okay, all right, it's our future baby daddies. And I was just uh, like, oh my God, like gross, yeah. just gross. But of course, I mean, you know, the moment went viral and that's what you really want out yeah. of all this. So. so they took a picture together in the bathroom, right? Where they were like each making Ugh, out with their I, respective I don't, gross men. You know what I don't like is the tongue touching. That's such a, that's a pose that they've <laughs> frequently used in the last several months whenever they've been dating. Yeah. And it's just yeah. that the two top, which if you've ever done that with a person, it's pretty gross. Like it's not, it's disgusting. It's not, <laughs> not sexy, not cute. It's not hot. It's really gross. And <laughs> they look gross doing it too. Sorry. I swear, Courtney and Travis are going to have a baby at some point. Like they are so <laughs> oh in love. It's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Mark my words. Mm-hmm. How much longer do we think Megan Fox and Machine Gun will last? Will they last till the end of the year? Amelia? I Thoughts? think probably, yeah I, yeah. I can see them like doing like a a quick wedding and then breaking up like a year later. Okay. I think I, they feel so infatuated with each other. It feels like for yeah. sure they got time yeah. left. I think they'll last a while. I agree, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Two more things from what we missed at the VMAs. Again, just like tea time core. But I want to give a shout out to Doja Cat who hosted the VMAs and yes. did a hilarious kick-ass job <laughs> and did exactly what if you hand the keys to Doja Cat to host an event, like what she would do with them. Like her quote-unquote opening monologue, she appeared to just like completely ignore the teleprompter and just mm-hmm. was like, if you like famous people, keep watching. And it was just like, that was basically it. And it was- Sure, I do. Her outfits were fucking great. She went through five different outfits throughout the night. Obviously one is making headlines where she looked like a worm, but she addressed, and she's like, "Uh, I look like a worm. That's dope. And it's just (laughs) having fun, doesn't give a fuck. Was very hilarious. Wrapping up the entire event. She's like, wow, okay, bye. It's like what (laughs) we would do if we were hosting the VMAs, which is not saying much. And I just- really enjoyed her presence. She's so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love like she wore like a chair on her head. She and did. Like, okay. <laughs> and then her cool. last look was I like the that. bird feet. Did you see that one, Amelia? It was just <laughs> no. wild. She took risks. Oh my God. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I love Fascinating. that. Um, I also love, I think it was maybe in conjunction with the VMAs kind of, it's like, you know how Pepsi, they sometimes they really hit on a great ad like the Britney Spears Pepsi ad from mm-hmm. a long time ago. And then they, you know, the Kendall Jenner one wasn't as popular. Um, you win some, you lose some. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think they won because she did a remake of You're the One That I Want from Greece, mm-hmm. And it was really fun. And I loved watching it. And I was like, can can I download this on like a 
Apple yeah. iTunes or something? Like, can I have this song? <laughs> you boomer. Gotta use Spotify, Amelia. Like, oh, oh sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry. My bad, my bad, my bad. Um, <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, only because we have tracked this man over the years of tea time. Quickly, Maud's son and Avril Lavigne are dating. Can't remember if we've discussed this before, but I don't love this pairing. Although, did I love Maud's son and Bella Thorne? Not really. So maybe no. I'm just like unsatisfied with him as a person. Anti-Mod, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I guess I did a little research into them. Their work, she's working on a new album. They collaborated. That's how they met. Somewhere along mm. the lines, they fell in love. They actually went on a double date, which I forgot, with Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. So they have been around cool. a bit, but this was their red carpet debut. I just don't know about Mod's son. I think because we learned so much about him during his Bella Thorne relationship, just like now, I don't know. I want Avril Lavigne to be with someone else, even though her exes yeah. are like Nickelback, but regardless, <laughs> true, true. I don't know. This was an interesting pairing and I thought mm-hmm. I would bring up Maude's son. We'll keep an eye on it. Okay. Next, Met Gala quickly. We know Jam Session covered it. And Kate, you want to plug your article on the site? I did. I just did a winners and losers of the Met Gala. Talked through my faves, my yes. not faves. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> But one thing I did like, I'm trying to talk about things on the pod that I didn't talk about in the article. Um, Mm -hmm. And one person that I think deserves a shout out is Kiki Palmer, who held down four hours of the Vogue live stream. She did it with Alana Glazer. Alana didn't really do much. It was mostly Mm -hmm. Kiki, Mm -hmm. um, who we love and adore here on Tea Time. And I just want to give her a shout out, first of all, for doing a great job. She like did not have a break. It was just constant talking to celebrities about their outfits, which is tough. And... Uh, I love that she like is very clearly adored by a lot of celebrities. There were two in particular that just interrupted their entire interview to tell Kiki how much they loved her. First of all, Timothy Chalamet, who was a host for the night, obviously was supposed to talk about his hosting duties and his fashion with her, (laughs) walked up and like fully interrupted his sentence and was like, you know, we met when we were 17, right? Oh my God. And like really kind of like shot his shot. Uh, And she was like, what? And he was like, your mom was there. Was it the, uh, the teen Vogue future Hollywood shoot? And she was like, oh yeah, (laughs) I know. So that was fun. And then also Frank Ocean. Mm. I watched most of this live stream on mute because as you know, I can't deal with anything awkward. Um, And I include most red carpet interviews is awkward. But I specifically unmuted it when Frank Ocean walked up because he was there mm. with a green fake baby. Like that was his yes. prop mm-hmm. for the Met Gala. It was like this animatronic, <laughs> very, very like Renesmee core uh, <laughs> fake green baby. And I no. was like, I need to know more about this baby and why he has it. So I unmuted it and he walks up and I'm like, great. He's going to explain it. Kiki's like, tell me about the baby. And he goes, you know, movie magic, America. And then like, he totally moves on. I was like, no, no, we need more. Explain the baby. And then she kind of asked about it again. And he's like, I love you. Oh, I'm <laughs> so starstruck right now. And he's starstruck too. And like points to the baby. Oh my and I'm God. Like, this is great. This is great. I'm <laughs> so glad that you left Kiki Palmer. But again, like I really need you to explain the baby. Uh, <laughs> so that didn't happen. And he just like fangirled over Kiki. And I just think she should just be a red a red heart carpet host and a talk show host. Yeah, and she should, she should replace Ellen and Ryan Seacrest and anyone else in the world who has the job to talk to celebrities. Yeah. Because she does a great job. Agreed. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to say that round two of the Met Gala is actually happening in May. So obviously this was in September. Usually it happens first Monday in May. It's happening on May 2nd, but they're not changing the theme. 
they're doing round two of America, a lexicon of fashion, which was such a shitty theme. Um, And I just don't know why we're not changing it. But do you think this will make celebrities who were criticized for actually having no inspiration and were open about having no inspiration be like, okay, let's get my shit together. Also, you see everybody else's looks. So now actually probably the less creative people, (coughs) Hailey Bieber, (coughs) could look at actually people who did it really well and be like, oh, I'm just going to basically take that. Maybe that's like a mulligan. Yeah, Yeah, like a redo. I mean, I get it. But I think part of the problem is like there was no visual component of the theme that sort of everyone could stick to. It was like some people just did American designers. So like that could look like literally Mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. And like technically they're on theme. Other people did like old Hollywood tributes. Other people did red, white, and blue. And like, Mm. there were a lot of ways to be on theme, but then like it, no one had like a consistent visual identity. Yeah. And so it just looked like no one was on theme, even if a lot of people were. And it just was like very scattered to me. So I just didn't love it. Yeah, half of the people who showed up still thought the theme was camp. Like I'm not like <laughs> right. Kim came in like that all black thing where she her whole face right. was covered. That? Yeah. yeah, and then someone else I saw had well, a lot of people did the red, white, and blue, which I think is mm-hmm. camp. And then someone had like this whole like tax the rich that was yeah. AOC. like dress. AOC yeah. did a tax the rich. Oh, well, dress. oh, sorry, girl. Um, I <laughs> love you, but like also like that was, all right. Yeah, that there's it. been a lot like, of backlash to that one. <laughs> yeah. She should yeah. get shit for that because that was yeah. pretty, that was yeah. an ugly dress. It was camp and it was just like, okay, all right. We know, we get it. We yeah. know your platform. <laughs> Honestly, you. I'm anti anything written on dresses. There were a yes. lot of people that had, they always are. Like me too. I yeah. Cara Delevingne had like oh. pegged the patriarchy. Oh my God. I'm like, stop putting written things on it's your dresses. So bad. This it's is so not bad. Bad. Possibly the Like worst. you don't have to write things. Yeah. It looks so cheap. Yeah. So yeah. Cheap. So I'm yeah. against that just as a rule. One thing uh, that no matter what it says helped me because I looked at a lot of people. Granted, first I'm sorry to bring her up twice. I'll bring her up a third time later. But Haley Bieber truly had no inspiration for that. Like she did not. This idea did not come from anywhere. Her plain black dress. However. Right. Watching Diet Prada's um, Instagram stories, and then there's obviously a million articles from Vogue, Carper's Bazaar, now that have come out, that have given context and some background of these dresses or whatever mm-hmm. these celebrities were wearing was very helpful because there some were more nuanced, I guess, than I gave them original right. credit for. So if you yeah. want, go seek that out um, yeah. to like, you know, give you some background to these things. But lastly, really shitty, but... Obviously, Haley Bieber and Justin Bieber were rocking the carpet. And I guess some Selena Gomez fans camped outside of the Met and were <laughs> chanting Selena at them, which just is like, I can't Why? believe they're so still rude. dealing with that shit. Like, I kind of feel bad, but also it's like, I don't know. These fans think that Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez are like truly meant to be together. Oh my God. Um, Wild. uh, She was in sunglasses. You couldn't really see, you know, everyone was like, oh, Hailey Bieber was crying later. She was so affected. Well, we don't know. But this went (laughs) viral on TikTok, like this clip of them hearing these chants. And of all people, Ireland Baldwin, so Hailey's cousin, commented on this TikTok and was like, they're one of the happiest and most in love couples I've ever gotten the chance to be around. They don't care about them with a laughing face emoji. And I'm like, I feel like they, if they really didn't care, you, their cousin wouldn't be saying anything. It just felt a little embarrassing that she was like, like, I don't know, defending them. They don't need to be defended. It's just crazy fans. But 
Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Let's move on. Also, oh, go ahead. Selena's happy without them. Sorry. I just right. happiest without them. Oh my God. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like no no one cares anymore. So right. yeah. like, move, move on. on. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Speaking of moving on, the next category is our mashup, not worth the tea, this week in social media and relationship news. Amelia. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> Not to revive the the whole shower. Do they shower? Do they not shower? Debate. But Ashton Kutcher visited college game day uh, because I think he went to Iowa for a little bit. But he's from Iowa, and actually, my my parents both went to Iowa. Not that anyone needs to know this, but so my dad is really sad. <laughs> Iowa State lost. But anyway, so Ashton Kutcher visited College Game Day, which is like that huge show that they pull out and they're like, okay, we got all the students on camera and we're going to nationally televise this. And Ashton Kutcher was there trying to explain like one of his venture capitalists, like wine companies. And you can hear in one of the clips, all these college kids chanting, take a shower at him. And it's so, (laughs) and he gets rattled and he loses his train of thought because he like literally doesn't know what to say next. And it's just like, oh my God. Oh my God. So (laughs) that made me laugh, but also, yes. Also it was sad. It was sad because it's just like, you know what? He's just trying to enjoy his time. (laughs) You guys have to go Stop chanting things at people. Yeah, that's the main takeaway. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Tough, very tough. Yeah. Next one. Oh, yes. And then also, more importantly, Britney Spears is engaged to Sam Asghari, her boyfriend. Um, Very exciting. And she deleted her Instagram soon after just to be like, I'm taking some time off of social Hmm. media. I want to celebrate my engagement, which good for her. And then there was a really funny um, comment on her engagement. Uh, I think it was a video um, from Octavia Spencer. And (laughs) it was... it was something like sign a prenup. And yeah. that was funny, which, you know, maybe she, she probably should. But um, people were like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How, like, oh, she's commenting. But then I guess Octavia then posted another um well, her own post to Instagram and she was like, a few days back, they announced their engagement and I, I made a joke and my intention was to make them laugh and not cause pain. It's just like, she didn't need to do yeah, that, but she did. Yeah. 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 I know, exactly. And and I guess Sam responded saying like, it's fine. It's all good. Yeah. So, yeah. We got to log so, off yeah. as a society. <laughs> right, we exactly. must log off. <laughs> um, next piece of news is kind of random, but the show is slowly reeling me in with each cast member that they keep adding. It's the Adams <laughs> Family remake on Netflix, but it's focusing on the daughter, Wednesday, who is going to be played by Jenna Ortega, my favorite from Jane the Virgin, and she's also in You great in both. But this made the news again. Their casting news has been coming out over the last couple of months. Catherine Zeta-Jones is going to be Morticia. Louise Guzman is going to be Gomez out of the two parents. But then Mm -hmm. Kate, our tall queen, Gwendolyn Christie is (laughs) going to be in it. She's going to be the principal, I believe, um, of the academy that Wednesday goes to school in. And I just got to rep her while while we can. She was uh, uh, Brienne of Tarth in Game of Thrones. And I have not seen her since. So Is this live action? You know, Amelia, that's a really good question. I didn't look into that. Oh, I'm, I'm not sorry. sure. <laughs> but I will. And I, I will let you is, know. Right? Is it? Uh, update. It is live action. Kate just Googled it. Um, okay. <laughs> next one. The most cursed uh, of all. Yeah, yeah. This was like, okay. So if you arrived in the first two hours of the Met Gala on Monday, apologies, because no one was talking about you. Everyone was talking about Nicki Minaj, who <laughs> felt the need 
to explain why she wasn't going to the Met Gala. It's because she was unvaccinated. And then she felt the need to explain why she was unvaccinated and dropped some anecdotal evidence that has since become like this huge problem. Uh, And her tweet said that her cousin in Trinidad refuses to get the vaccine because his friend, quote, his testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. Oh, my God. Everyone was like, she was like, I'm just saying do your own research, which like is fucking insane. How many months has it been? What are you, what kind of research are you doing, Nicki Minaj? Anyway, this is like a Snopes article. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Unreal. So, and obviously this was like an anecdote that she was just sharing. But when you have 22.6 million Twitter followers yeah. and a lot of people are still anti-vax, it becomes a problem. So it has become this huge thing. I'm on the CNN website right now. And the Trinidad and Tobago health minister, Terrence Dale Singh, on Wednesday officially came out and was like, this is a false statement. Here's what he said. One of the reasons why we could not respond yesterday in real time to Miss Minaj is that we had to check and make sure that what she was claiming was either true or false. Unfortunately, we wasted so much time (laughs) yesterday running down this false claim. Uh, Dr. Fauci also commented on it. He said, I'm not blaming her for anything, but she should be thinking twice about propagating information that really has no basis except except as a one-off anecdote. And that's not what science is all about. Also, this is so fucking stupid because she said that she's going to get vaccinated to go yeah, on tour. Right. So like what? Like just say that you don't you aren't vaccinated. You're not going to the Met Gala or just say that you're not going to the Met Gala. Like we did not need. And she has been like retweeting. Yeah, she's still going. Yeah. On Fox News, like Piers Morgan was trending because <laughs> oh, of his involvement God. in this. It just has become this like huge, unbelievable thing. And I just can't believe we're still talking about it. And it's like so bad. Just get vaccinated. Just don't right. listen to Nicki Minaj as right. your expert on the vaccine. <laughs> I can't anyway. believe you have to clarify that. Uh, Insanity. Uh, yeah. Really cursed. Yes. Okay, Liz, please wrap up this category. I was going to say, I feel like we should just completely move on and cleanse our palates and move right to Mama Mia. Here we go again. Thoughts? Sure. Okay. You, sure. Let's do it. Okay. Sure. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important 
to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Okay, let's do cringe mode. Mamma Mia, here we go again. 2018, fucking Ooh. classic, even though I just watched it for the first time. Loved it. <laughs> Kate, what happens in this movie? Great movie. Okay, so Meryl Streep has died. Uh, <laughs> Donna is dead. And <laughs> things are sad on the island. Amanda Seyfried is opening the hotel uh, in her mom's honor. Mm. Turns out she's pregnant. And she basically, the whole movie is flashing back to Donna first coming to the island, meeting the three guys, Mm -hmm. sleeping with the three guys. And it's flashing back and forth between that and her daughter and sort of like these parallels of them kind of trying to find themselves and their identity on this island and with this hotel. So that's basically the gist of it. Yeah. Uh, That may be my shortest explanation of all time. I may have left some stuff out, but lots of songs, you know, same characters. Meryl shows up at the end for the baptism, kind of like as this like specter uh, who makes us cry. And that's pretty much Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So should we get into the highlights? Lovely. Yeah, Amelia, take it away. Wow. Yes. Had never seen this movie either. And I loved it. Um, I love the addition of Andy Garcia and Cher. Um, (laughs) That was really fun. For some reason, I knew Cher was coming because I'd seen the uh, trailer and she's like, "Uh Um, but I didn't know Andy Garcia was coming. And that was fun. He wasn't really... <laughs> what? At the shit. That was such a perfect share impression. Oh, thank like, you. It was no subtle, words. but it was there. Yeah. Um, but I love that. And I love that they, I mean, she referenced, or I guess Amanda Seyfried's character referenced early on. She was like, oh, we don't talk about South America because my grandma had a bad relationship there. And then he talked about South America, being from South America. And then it was like, oh my God, oh, they were each other's long lost love. And now they're together. And so I don't know. I thought that was fun. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Incredible. Uh, Andy Garcia is just giving us such gold and share too. But he, first of all, he just like has this great beard and like this mm. just like very like raw like sexual. Oh, okay. <laughs> then he is really? like ha- he is like sending at especially when he first meets Christine Baranski and Julie Walters mm. characters, and he, they're just like totally like on the floor uh and christine baranski's character is like have him washed and sent to my tent (laughs) (laughs) and i just love that like they just such like understand their audience for these movies that they have not only added share uh but like are like who can we get that like everyone watching this movie will be like wow incredible and it's just they just go to the (laughs) university and it's so good um also speaking of share i saw this movie in theaters i do not know why but I did and first of all just like an incredibly gay viewing experience uh, it was like a matinee in Hollywood <laughs> on like a Sunday um, 
And people literally broke into applause uh, when Cher arrived in the movie. <laughs> and then again, when she started singing, only time they clapped throughout the entire film, That's so uh, funny. which tells you something about the audience. Uh, but <laughs> she sings Fernando and like literally like the whole theater broke into applause. <laughs> so she did kill that again, number. Yes. Yeah. And they just know their audience. I love that. They were like, how can we level this movie up? Uh, for the people that we want to see it. And yeah, they're like, Cher and Andy Garcia are in love. Yeah. And that's it. That does it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, also, I just want to say, thank goodness that they weren't like prideful and that they decided to add in some songs from the first film. Just mm-hmm. because Agreed. they used up pretty much all of the best. Of, I'm not saying the other songs that they added in this film weren't good, but just the ones from the first Mamma Mia are like the best, the cream of the crop ABBA songs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just didn't really want to sit through a two hour movie with B-list ABBA songs. So I was really excited when they. Thank um, God for those. Yeah. Right. Broke out. Like, I think it was uh, Waterloo. And I was like, OK, thank God they're using the old song. Yeah. So that <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. That I know. Good. I'll talk about this later. But the first song when I kissed the teacher and that was the first song <laughs> in the movie, I was like, oh, shit, it's going to be like this. <laughs> and then, no, turned into a freaking classic. Yeah. Um, next highlight, Kate. There's a scene in this movie that and it's I believe it's Dancing Queen, right? Is this the big like Dancing Queen reprise? I think so. Um, mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. there are all these, it's like there were all these memes of it after this movie came out, where it was like a character from Dunkirk like lifting his binoculars <laughs> to see the ships coming towards Dunkirk, oh. and then they they cut in this scene from this movie where all of these ships are bringing Harry and Bill, which is Colin Firth and Stellan Skarsgård, uh, to the island like as a surprise to make this like big hotel opening. But they're like looking through the binoculars and there are all these people like dancing on the boats like Harry and Bill are doing the Titanic pose. Which right. like, again, it's like fucking Colin Firth and Stellan Skarsgård, just like these incredibly serious actors usually yeah. uh, mm. who have made the time to make this fucking sequel yeah. and like are just all in again, which I just appreciate so much much yeah but it's just a great number it's like the scale of it is really great you got all these mm-hmm. ships and all these people dancing and like doing these choreographed numbers and it's just great it's yeah just great time I want to yeah. give a little shout out to young Bill so young Stellan Skarsgård I didn't know how the casting mm-hmm. would go because to be honest young um Harry Hugh Skinner is a little underwhelming to turn into Colin Firth <laughs> um and then young Sam as well but shout out to young Bill because he can, yeah, that was good. And I think we'll get into that later. <laughs> he but did what he had to do. He did what he had <laughs> to do. And if we're all deciding that he probably is the father, I'm like, he really sold me on it. I'd be like, I would be happy if he was really, yeah. I made a safe it's done. Yeah. A, yeah. Time was tough to him, but he, in his Indeed. early days, he had he had it going on. Indeed. Um, and then more generally, to be honest, I was a little shaky on this film in the first 20-ish minutes. No shade to Lily James, but coming off of the high that is Amanda Seyfried and Mamma Mia one. Um, I was iffy on it. However, this movie completely sold me. I know, Amelia, you'll talk about this, but like you think you're better than the sequel and you're just not. It's It like really <laughs> wins everybody over who watches it. And I really like how I know, Kate, you mentioned, but like they start not time-lapsing, but kind of like splicing Amanda, Seyf- uh, Amanda Seyfried and Lily James, kind of like the whatever young version of Meryl um, and all of these parallel experiences. And it's really lovely. And- 
was a really <laughs> nice touch and then eventually got me quite emotional, but we can talk about that later. So <laughs> let's do low lights now, Kate. I mean, this whole movie is Donna in a series of days traveling overseas by herself, going from guy to guy, trusting so many strange men uh, with her life and her belongings and her body. (laughs) And she is just too trusting of random men. If you are traveling alone, please do not follow her example. Do not go places alone (laughs) with these guys, no matter how attractive they are. Right. Um, I don't know, man. They were pretty hot. (laughs) That was Amelia's (laughs) note right after this. (laughs) But yeah, you're you're forgetting the most important uh, describer of them that they're hot. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. You get a little flexibility there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But it just made me a little worried. I was like, wow, she's really trusting. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, girl, please practice safe sex. Right. Uh, It is (laughs) a lot of guys in very few days, which is fine. Do you? Again, like they're all very hot. But again, the fact you clearly think all of them could be the father of your child. So like, please, please be more responsible. Okay. Yes. I guess I did not pay close enough attention to this when Amanda Seyfried in the first movie was reading the diary entries. And perhaps she, I bet she did say like it was one night, blah, blah. I just didn't realize the expedited timeline of these rendezvous. (laughs) Um, They happen basically back to back to back over three days. And I I guess it makes sense because then it is truly puzzling and a mystery who could be the father. I guess I just thought it was like over a summer or over like a a month maybe, but no, it was really basically three nights roughly in a row. Yeah, we get a, it gets a little iffy with how much time she spends with Sam. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. is the last guy. Cause like you get the sense that they've kind of had a couple, a couple days together of like yeah. him staying with her, but at most it's like a week. Right. So, and then the other two guys, tough. it does feel like it's just the one time. So, right. Yeah. 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 Go off say. girl. <laughs> Do it. Whatever. It's Who true. Cares? It's true. It just made me a little bit stressed. Yeah. Um, my second little light is that I just miss Meryl. Uh, they mm. killed her off for this movie. She didn't want to do it, which is fair. She shows up right at the very end. They have this very pretty song that we'll get into in a I minute. Love that. Um, at the baptism. And then she shows up for the credits, which we'll also talk about later. But I just could have done with like even like 25% more Meryl. Like mm-hmm. one more flashback, one more song, like something a little more lighthearted. I just missed her. She's so fun. Agreed. And she committed so much yeah. to the first movie. And like everyone else really committed again to this movie. And I just feel mm-hmm. like it could have been better if there was just a little bit more. Of 100% her. agreed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what didn't commit was their <laughs> really poor use of green screen, which yeah. kind of uh, was a uh, continued from the first film where it's like, mm-hmm. you're looking out on the outside setting of Hotel Donna and the sunset like doesn't even move. It's just like, it's so fake, but yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. I just have to throw that in there. Yeah. It's true. Lastly, for me, not to be a downer, but this movie was just so much sadder than I actually signed up for and realized. (laughs) Mm. First movie, fucking pure joy for all 90 minutes of it. This movie made me cry multiple times and it was really... Like made me be much more introspective than I wanted to be watching Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Because I started thinking about the passing of time and between the, like, you know, having experiences. I, I just, I really can't think about it too much. I, I I cried last night watching most of it. I cried again this morning. I teared up talking to Kate about it again today. So I just got to move on. But this movie is really actually quite sad if you buy into it, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but very poignant at the same time. So let's <laughs> I'm do, sorry you went, you went through that list. <laughs> I was really upset. I was really oh, upset. Anyway. I'm sorry. What has remember aged? When, remember when Liz cried at cats? You just never know. Thank you. you. Know we have to start talking off. about this. I feel the tears spreading <laughs> in my eyes. Okay. Oh. Let's talk about what has aged the best and the worst. Um, Amelia. <laughs> I would say, okay, it's interesting because I was watching this and I was like, Lily James, in my opinion, looks too washed out with this color blonde. <laughs> However, I can, I know she can pull off a much lighter blonde because she looks exactly like Pamela Anderson, which I guess is the power of makeup because they look nothing alike. And I this was really just an excuse for me to talk about how excited I am for <laughs> Pam and Tommy. I yes. saw some more photos come out and it's just, it is the... It's amazing how they are able to transform her into Pamela. And I mean, it is, it's like, what? I, and they don't even, I mean, like, I guess they're kind of trying with Sebastian Stan, but maybe mm-hmm. try a little harder. But oh, um, we're fully talking fair. about. OK. Oh, sorry. Sorry. OK. No, but I, that's all I want to say. I'm sorry. But I'm really exci- I'm really excited. So. Also, shout out. So Lily maybe James. age the. Yeah. Age the best. Yeah. Her career. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. Truly. Yeah, yeah. I also want her. I thought, honestly, she was a stronger singer, like musical performer than maybe she was a, an actor at times. So put her oh, in another okay. movie musical. We're making a ton of them these days. Yes. Slaughter I in. love how she was like whipping her hair around. Like oh, she, she was having it. a grand old time. Yeah. I know. It was really fun. I thought she was a good dancer, too. I was yeah. like, okay, girl. Agreed. Get it. Agreed. Um, uh, speaking of careers, uh, what oh, age no. the worst is none of these younger guys have done much of anything since this movie came out in 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, this is the kind of movie that can launch if you're, you know, charming and young and like a new guy on the scene. You have one great musical number like that can get you going. That can get your career started. Yeah. And none of these three guys who played like the younger dads, they've just really fizzled out. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. young tough. Tough Harry was in Fleabag. But, mm-hmm. but he plays much like differently. The lame yeah. ex. Yeah. Like who she doesn't like. Yeah. Uh, and then Jeremy Irvine was like in Warhorse forever ago. He was like uh, the but, lead in Warhorse. Yeah. But then like he hasn't done anything sure. other than this yeah. since that. Yeah. So, and honestly, I think he was like the worst of the three younger guys. So, uh, <laughs> I think I agree. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of sad. Nothing is really, yeah. I guess, rooting for them. Rooting for young Bill. Yeah. Rooting for his career. <laughs> um, you know how his age the best, you guys? Freaking Dominic Cooper got his time in the sun. He had a song much more in his range than the first movie. I know you guys disagree. I think he killed it. I no, thought he was no, such no. a good singer in this one. He got one song to kill it all and he did it. And I was He's really great. proud of him. Yeah. I do respectfully disagree, but that's okay. fine. Whatever. Uh, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. <laughs> Thank you. You can suck it. Um, let's do MVP, Amelia. Oh my gosh. Um, the MVP was whoever, I guess at Universal, or really, yeah, but I guess they probably have to sign off. Um, decided a sequel be, would be a good idea. I mm-hmm. thought it wouldn't be a good idea. I don't know why I thought that. It was pretty naive of me. Um, I doubted them, but they were right. They had me the too, instincts. Yeah. That's why they're a very successful movie producer and I'm not. Um, <laughs> and I, this movie made a bunch of money. And I I honestly, after watching it, I was like, will there be a Mama Mia 3? Oh. And I was Googling that. And there might be. I'm crossing my fingers. I'm really hoping for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just like, don't underestimate the power of Mama Mia. Agreed. And Agreed. You know, I'm going to Abba slot mine in right now. Yeah. Don't underestimate the power of Abba. It will sell you every yeah. fucking time. I do every not time. know that any other 
band could have done these two movies and sold me in the way yep. that it did. Like every time I was unsure, then it gets to the course. I'm like, oh yeah. And I start singing along. Yep. Like, it just gets you whether you want it to or not. Seriously. And afterwards I was Googling ABBA's comeback. So again, there you amazing. go. They yeah. just do a great job. Yeah. You're right. Uh, my MVP is Lily James. I just think she does this brand of like very irrepressibly joyful characters yeah. really well. Mm-hmm. She just always, and at first I actually just watched her in something else. And I think it was the pursuit of love on Amazon prime, which was fun, but she's another like character that's like living life and like always happy. And then <laughs> right. she cries and then she cries for a little bit because the world is really sad, but then she's happy again. And like everyone, mm-hmm. like she walks into a room and everyone loves her. And there's just like the specific brand of character that I feel like she always does. Like she I did Downton Abbey and in this and, oh. you know, she was Cinderella and like she just oh, always yeah. has kind of these characters that, like you can't help but love and just like are very happy with the world no matter what comes at them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just she's just great at it. And it's like why I first I was like, I'd like to see her do something else. And I would. But <laughs> it's also like she crushes this kind of character every time. Yeah. So yeah. why not? All right. Let's do lightning round. What was your guys's favorite song or performance? Amelia. Um, I loved when they came in with the boats, Dancing Queen. I thought I was like, oh my so God, good. I need to rewatch this again and again. And I rewatched it again and again and again. It's so lovely and happy. And then I also really like Cher and Andy Garcia singing Fernando. Yes. Thought that was fun. Yes. Yeah. It's great. Also, the best part about Fernando is that they clearly shoehorned every single thing about their characters so that they could sing that song. Yeah. You know, it's like the culmination of like 20 (laughs) minutes of plotting. (laughs) They did what they had to do. (laughs) They did to fit that song in (laughs) and it it was worth it. (laughs) Um, My favorite was the super trooper credit sequence. So at the very end of the movie, Oh my God. uh, Yeah. They just like cast aside all plot and all sort of like constraints of reality and all the, sort of like very Broadway, all the characters come out in these like disco outfits and they all sing super trooper together and like Meryl Streep's there even though her character's dead like you know old Colin Firth is dancing with young Harry old Bill's dancing with young Bill and like Mm -hmm. nothing else matters it's just like the actors sort of Mm -hmm. performing it all together and Mm -hmm. it's just really fun and like really theatrical and I just think every movie should end that way no matter the plot or the genre like every movie all the actors should come out and just like sing a song together at the end uh, mm-hmm. And that should just be how every movie ever ends going forward. Yes. Agreed. I promise I will not talk about this for too long, but one of the last numbers, my love, my life is when Meryl mm. does come back as this mm. angelic presence um, while Amanda Seyfried's baby is getting baptized. And it cuts back and forth to Lily James um, getting her daughter baptized, a.k.a. Oh, are you sold on this, Kate? No, I'm just, yeah, no, I'm just sad. That's your sad face? Oh. oh, good. Okay, good. It was so fucking sad. Oh it my is. gosh. It was just, you know, talk to sad. is just talking about just, I don't, I can't really talk about it. Anyway, watch <laughs> it if you want at the very end of the movie. And Meryl Streep killed it. And that's why I know we wanted more from her because she was just so good. And it was so emotional. Um, And yeah, anyway. Mm-hmm. Let's do Call worst your song. Mom. I know. Call your mom today, you guys. What is the worst song in your guys' opinion? Um, not to be rude, but the I've been waiting for you. I was just like, okay, yeah, we get it. You're gonna have a baby. Like, great. Oh, that, you're oh yeah, yeah. I forgot when that was. No offense. And, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. Yeah. That's that, not very no, I agree because it's when Amanda Seyfried's like, I've been waiting my whole life to perform with uh Donna and the whatever her group is called. Mm, the Dynamos, um, yeah. Donna and the Dynamos. And she gets up and like in the middle of this party is like, I'm going to perform with like Christine and Julie Walters. 
And then they do like this kind of slow song, yeah. right? It's like when you get up and do a ballad at karaoke, everyone's uh, like, "I didn't sign up for this." Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I was then like, the you night is do over. A crowd pleaser. This is your only chance. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I also I thought Dominic <laughs> Cooper's song was a skip. Sorry, that's it's a so no for rude. me. Oh. Whatever. Yeah, I thought when I kissed a teacher was a skip. That was actually bad. <laughs> I did not. Kind of a rough start. It was a rough start. Yeah. but they picked it up after that. Yeah. What's the best cameo, Amelia? Oh my God. <laughs> Fernando's brother showed up and I was like, oh my, fu- is that the Dos Equis guy? The most interesting <laughs> man in the world? And guess what? It, I looked it up and it, it is. His wow. brother is the most interesting man in the world. The Dos Equis guy. So that was exciting <laughs> for me. And he like ends up with Christine Baranski. And yeah. The most interesting couple in the world for I sure. That. Yes. Agreed. Really great choice. I don't know whose idea that was to be like, what if we got the most interesting <laughs> man in the world? Uh, but they're a genius. Oh. Um, this is not a cameo, but I just needed a place to shout out the girl who plays young Christine Baranski. Uh, mm. It's Jessica Keenan Wynn because she crushed it. There's oh something about God. her smile <laughs> and like the way that, I mean, no one in the world can imitate Christine Baranski. That's why she is Christine Baranski. Um, but they show them together also at the end, side by side. And it was like uncanny. And she was really funny and did a great job. And I also have never seen her anywhere else. So I just thought she crushed it. The way she speaks even is identical. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Really funny. Of course, I'm giving it to Meryl because she got me hysterically crying. Okay, let's do FMK. You guys know what that is. Young Bill, young (laughs) Harry, and young Sam. Amelia. We've all changed. So last time we all mostly agreed to kill Bill, uh, to marry Colin Firth, and to sleep with Pierce Brosnan, right? I so said how Mary have our, Pierce Brosnan, but yeah. Okay, what? close enough. We all killed Bill, which has very much changed Another great movie, yeah. Um, yeah exactly. Sorry. Um, I said F, young Bill. There yes. was, uh, he had a, a great stage presence. Um, mm-hmm. And I said, <laughs> marry young Sam. I just I just love Pierce Brosnan. I mean, it's like, if I know that I'm going to get that in like 40 right. years, mm-hmm. then Foresight. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then, you know, kill young Harry. He was just so hesitant about everything. Mm-hmm. I yeah. loved him, but I was also like, all right. But young Harry would be like painfully loyal. I didn't really think, that I didn't really true. know or expect that his character was like going to go off and be this like little puppy dog that falls around. And then he, Sam cheats, but maybe that was yeah. his youth. I don't know. So I think I'm going to kill Sam, maybe young Sam for okay, now. Okay, Mary Harry. I love that for you. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Why not? And this actually leads into our next question which is which boy has the best solo song. So each boy obviously gets a song. Uh, Mm -hmm. And again, like we said, young Harry. So he has kind of a tough angle. He's the first boy that she meets. He Mm -hmm. is basically like, I just met you, but I need you to have sex with me because I'm a virgin (laughs) and you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. (laughs) And like basically just like talks her into it and doesn't seem like she has a very good time. Like it's fine. Um, So that's a tough angle. However, I think he has the best song, which is Waterloo. And he's so fun. And he like dances around this like little cafe and he does a great job. So I was like, props to you, young Harry. You did the best you could with what you got, which was mm-hmm. a tough storyline. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you killed you killed your solo song. And the other guy's songs just weren't as good. Yeah. I think Agreed. we all agree on that. Okay. Lastly, yep. in this lightning round, has your guys' opinion changed? Who do you think is Sophie's father now, having watched the second one? Amelia. <laughs> um, 
Uh, here's a controversial twist. It's <laughs> the band leaders, okay? The guy with the band that um, from the what, and then I, who is it's like so she's on this like little island in Greece uh-huh. and there's like a band there and the guy's mom is the woman who owns what will become Hotel Donna and she's mm-hmm. she's also like I mean I understand she's like a very helpful older woman and stuff but she's like they're helping her give birth to Amanda Seyfried's character so and I'm just like. I don't know, man. I mean, it seems like if Donna is boning every guy, you know, she meets within a one mile radius. Why wouldn't she bone this? This is an interesting take, Amelia. I don't know. Maybe maybe that will be speaking of like raw sexual energy. The band leader did have something going on. He had a lot of like intense eye contact. Sure. And he definitely like would have shot his shot. I love when Kate gets like this. Yeah. (laughs) And maybe that will be Mama Mia three. Oh, okay. There's someone to pitch this to in Hollywood for sure. There is. Um, I have to say that if we break it down, I know we all thought it was Bill and it could be Bill because he comes back and he's like the last of the three guys that she sleeps with after she's Mm -hmm. rebounding from Sam. Mm -hmm. However, if we look at it, she clearly slept with Sam multiple times because they're like together the first night. And then again, it like clearly implies that they've spent a couple days together. Like he's in her bed. She's had a change of clothes. She's out getting oranges. Like it, there's kind of a montage that implies that they've spent some time together at least a couple days. So like mm-hmm. if you just break it down to the numbers, she slept with Harry once. She slept with Bill once as far as we know. And then like multiple days with Sam. So like yeah. the numbers favor Sam. See, I thought that she slept with Bill multiple times because she was like getting over her heartache. That's what I. So she was okay. on a boat. That's what I thought for several days. But and I don't what know el- what else is there to do. That's a exactly. fair point. <laughs> True. <laughs> You're right. Okay, um, so it could still be Bill. Mm-hmm. All right. Wish, so we're undecided. I wish there was a Mamma Mia three that we could cover next week. Well, you never we have, know. Yeah. Maybe well, someday. Someday. Yeah. <laughs> someday. Sorry. Maybe we'll do like a good back to school movie next week. I don't really know what that is, Ooh. or like a. something set in a school. We'll brainstorm. We'll see. Okay. Uh, Let's wrap this up. Let's do tea times unanswerable questions. Kate. Guys, I'm so confused. Why did Casey Musgraves new album release fizzle out so much? I feel like for the past two years, every time we saw anything about Casey Musgraves or her personal life, people would be like, but where's the album? Where's the new Casey Musgraves Mm. album? Oh, it's going to be the divorce album. Oh, I'm so glad she has had this heartbreak. It sucks, but the album's going to slap. And like, there've been so many viral tweets about waiting for this album. And now the album's out and no one's talking about it. And it's good. (laughs) Like it's, I mean, it's not amazing. I think it's good, Mm -hmm. but I, I just like honestly forgot it was coming. And it just seems like it, like her YouTube views are really low and like people mm-hmm. don't seem to be talking about it or listening to it. And I just am confused about what happened to the buzz. Is it just because like we're just not in the mood as a society? Maybe. Like what, what happened? I don't know. It's a really good That's question hard. because it's I unanswerable. completely <laughs> agree. I listened to it only because I had a really long drive and I, it like appeared and I, I was like, oh shit, that's today. Okay. But, and she performed at the VMAs. Didn't hear mm-hmm. Jack about that. I didn't really know yeah. what happened. And I was one of the people that was really, really highly anticipating it too. Me too. Yeah, I know. I'm not, I mean, I've been listening to it and like, it's good. It's like good fall, kind of like easy listening mm-hmm. vibes, but yeah, it just seems like people aren't that into it. So did That's she have her, you know, when she did that Christmas special? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Was that on Hulu or Amazon Prime? I don't know. I don't remember. I but see, she was like a big deal for a while there. Well, like right. she had all those guests. And, and like, then I just don't newest, know what happened. Her newest like 
I don't know, video release of this new album was on Paramount Plus and like Ooh, tough. Oh. Yeah. I mean, like I have it, but I like am going to cancel it tomorrow. So <laughs> Yeah, I just don't. It made me just like a series of kind of errors like that, where like just kind of the wrong, the wrong choices were made. I really don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. But I was kind of bummed out about it. I was like excited for like the mm. new era of Casey, but yeah, apparently no one else is. It's a mystery. It's too bad. Uh, my question: I kind of want a, a beverage check in. We did this a couple <laughs> weeks ago when we were trying to get free drinks from Poppy. Turns out it didn't work. Uh, so Damn we it. just had a three minute ad for nothing. Um, but I just want like a, a beverage check-in because Bella Hadid now is the co-founder of a new drink brand called Kin Euphorics. This one's a little bit more out there, I think, than like, oh, it's got probiotics or apple cider vinegar. This one claims to help people focus, de-stress, and improve all around well-being. It's the first quote-unquote mm. brain care beverage. So wow. the benefits are you can enhance clarity, stimulate creative freedom, and mm. drive focus so you can find your center. A lot of sure. just mysterious claims in here. Um, um, yeah, Amelia, yeah. you are the beverage expert do you have thoughts on this brand what's your current like fave beverage just give us a check-in oh man well you know I listen I have like an Instagram (laughs) tab where I like I really love trying new beverages and I also really am into these claims and even though you know actually I'm gonna I was gonna say nine times out of ten they don't work but like ten times out of ten they don't work but I (laughs) trick myself into thinking that they work so that they kind of do work yeah but mainly I'm usually sold on the packaging and let me say this packaging on this freaking beverage is beautiful Mm -hmm. it's got a really nice font and then it's like um (laughs) kind of an ombre color and it's like it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And it's like called Kin Spritz Rising I feel Flow. Like, I what feel does like that, that mean? scene in American Psycho where they're talking about the business cards. I feel like we're like, ooh, <laughs> tasteful. The packaging is so tasteful. Sorry. Anyway, continue. No, it looks, that's, it it's looks so great. true. It's a very attractive can. It's a beautiful. The can is like skinny and tiny and it's just like, <laughs> God, it looks so good. And like she's out here posing on a horse with a giant can. And yeah. she's like, yeah, I do want to take a picture of this can. Can so. I ask you a question, Amelia? She's yeah. got two flavors one is mm-hmm. the social energy kin spritz and one is the wow. inner peace light wave so the kin spritz think brain power beverage from the future okay mm-hmm. then you got okay. the light wave inner peace one think naked forest bathing at midnight whoa which one whoa. are you gonna try <laughs> which one's more enticing to you as a beverage oh connoisseur my <laughs> oh my god see that's why i've like set aside um, an amount of money every month that i can spend on these dumb my god you uh, have a beverage budget well no i don't i don't <laughs> but like i know to like not you know i'll be like sure, uh, sure. shopping online and be like well i'm not gonna buy that because i need you know to <laughs> to, to buy like a six pack of poppy. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So oh. I just I see. I oh my god! I like the one where it's like not the go out and be social one. The other one, the, like the other oh, one. oh the inner yeah. peace, the naked forest the baby at midnight. Okay, I see you. <laughs> right? Great. Yeah, I'm into that. Sure. Okay. So, well, you can buy. Yeah. Uh, it for fifty six dollars for a sixteen pack or an eight pack for so thirty dollars. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. There's that also is, a subscription but... service. Anyway, look into okay. it. Tell us what you think if you'd like it. 
Yeah, you know what? I might. I'm. I'm. I always do the thing where you go to like locations on the website, and then you can like, yeah, find like a single beverage. Right. Like you know, you I got. Really that's how you got to do it if you want to the... just try things. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So all right, keep us posted. Well, I guess. Yeah. Please. We'll do. All right, lastly. Um, yes, to wrap things up, I just I had several questions throughout this. Yeah, I know thing. this has changed like four times. I was like, I've never yeah. seen this one before. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. A lot of questions I, this week. <laughs> it's a puzzling so, week. I, I had <laughs> to filter. <laughs> okay, sorry, keep going. <laughs> um, I just want to know why why do we think Chicago the musical is the one that gets all the famous <laughs> residencies? <laughs> Versus like Mamma Mia. Why doesn't that get like there? Because there's always like, who's doing Roxy Hart this year or this six months? You know, can what you I, list I off a couple I don't people? I like Chicago. Oh, what? Oh. It's overrated. I totally Thanks. agree with this. Are you joking? Is like so meh. Kate. No, I, yeah. Have you heard of a little song called Cell Block Tango? Are <laughs> <Yes>. you fucking <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> I have. And I guess that's like everyone knows that. And that's why, right? Is it's like kind of sexy. It's like well known. Sure. It's accessible. Well, right. Yeah. 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 I'm pissed. Uh, Mamma Mia. Have you heard of a song called Dancing uh, Queen? Well, I exactly. But okay. So here are some of the performers yes, who please. have taken to the stage uh, <laughs> on Broadway for the role of Roxy Hart uh, <laughs> Lisa Rinna. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, Brooke Shields, Melora Hardin, Ashley Simpson. Um, Are they all Melanie singing Griffith. Amelia? Yes, I think so. And I, I huh. swear to God, Emma Stone did. Emma it Stone Chicago did it too. Yeah. Residency. So did yeah. Um, Rumor Willis too, right? Or was yeah. Willis? Willis? So it's like they're filtering these people through, and so they can have like this is the person who's performing. Rock is it like an easy year. role? Like, do you I just have know. to do like a a little salsa and like kind of do the thing where you say a lot of your songs you know like maybe I think it's yeah, definitely maybe. a sexy role that probably it is yeah. a sex- that's and there's no se- like yeah. big like I dream to dream you know right. like you there's don't have no, to be able to there really there is no dr- I dream to dream that's true because <laughs> that'll get you every single time that will <laughs> wait should we do Chicago next week ooh that could be okay, fun sure oh, yeah a musical kick yeah <laughs> yeah Kate, I've actually never just, seen like, the movie fight. version. What the hell? I haven't I either. I haven't either. What? You guys. I know. I know the music, but wow, I this is it's horrifying. an iconic role. This is why okay, you don't like it, Kate. It's because you don't understand okay. it. Okay. All right. All Great. right. See you next we'll week. back next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you, Kaya, our lovely producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedmeyer. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.